Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. (laughs) Sister, it's our day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you. I hope you're being treated like a queen. Thank you. I hope you're being treated like the queen that you are. Because it's not only Mother's Day, but it's also our birthday. Happy birthday to Unraveled Podcast. Yes, that's right. It's been one year, which I doesn't even seem real, honestly. Totally crazy. A lot has changed since the closet episode um, <laughs> in uh, Old Tower. No, that was in Delray, Alexandria, in your first apartment. Where- I just remember being crouched together, like recording over a cell phone, and we had no idea what we were doing. Absolutely not. A lot of babbling, and I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for the lessons we've learned along the way. Seriously. Oh, yeah. It's been great. For the bad audio and for all of it. it was. It's been such a learning and growing experience and such a fun, fun journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just wild, too, that we decided last year to start it on Mother's Day. I don't think we planned that. I think that just happened. I think so, too. I, it, I don't know how that happened, but I'm glad it did, and now... Now I look at Mother's Day differently because we are mothers and this is a day we do celebrate. We celebrate our own moms and we celebrate ourselves. Like, what did you do today? What did, what did Johnny let you do? That's what I always like to say. What did our husbands let us do? Well, he made it a point to be like 10 times, like tomorrow's your day. So just live up your day. And I'm like, like, as if I have one day to be happy. (laughs) I'm like, this day is a curse to us almost. Right. all right, tomorrow. <laughs> the one know. day, the one day I watched the kids. <laughs> but no, it was really sweet. He made breakfast, and um, he bought me a dress that I will probably never wear. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will wear it. Um, but I, it's so sweet when the guys pick out a gift. You know, mm-hmm. it was really cute. He tried really hard, and then I, my only request was that I could go to Target wearing a mask by myself for two hours COVID or not I just wanted to be in my happy place I love that place so I went to I did live stream mass and then I had a coffee and went to Target and it was glorious what did you do that sounds like heaven on earth to me (laughs) with the coffee especially oh and Target free of children um I woke up this morning they had dreams to make um, healthy pancakes, and then um, I ended up finishing them because no one knows how to cook without my help. But, <laughs> but then I, Colin got me a stove, which is Le Creuset, like Dutch oven, but a stove is the other French brand. It's kind of bougie, but it's a seven-quarter quart, so I can make bigger stews in it, and it's white. And I honestly feel like, um, shout out to Mary Clark, who um, had the cutest kitchen when we were planning your wedding and we went there for your, um, it was your, um, the day before your wedding. It was a brunch that she threw for you. She had the cutest kitchen and I admired her stove and I remember wanting one since. So that's why I liked it. That's so funny because um, 
I saw a bunch of pictures of her on social media and I messaged Hannah. Um, and I was just like, your mom is such a, such a mom to look up to. Like it just, I love mother's day because you get to see all the posts of everyone's moms Mm -hmm. and then celebrating their mom. And it like reminds you of all the cool women. Like obviously our moms are super cool, but see all these other awesome moms. And it just reminds, it reminds me that, it really does take a village because I think through all these like women in my life, like even your mom, like just all these moms that I've met who have really guided my um, kind of like who I am now. And I know they will continue to and aunts and like, you know, aunts and, and um, you know, spiritual mothers and just role models that we've met along the way. Um, I just think that there's just so many different types of women who like can be celebrated today. I completely yeah. agree. I even texted your mom and Mama T this morning. I said oh, yeah. to two of the most, I wanted to say badass mothers, but I but because she's your grandma, I said to two of the moms I look up to um, oh. tremendously. Because you're right, B, it's like, it doesn't, it's kind of weird how it does take a village to create you as a mom. Like, it didn't just take your one mom. It was like who helped raise and gave you little nuggets of gold to take into your life and even people who aren't even moms just awesome women you've told me about plenty and so I think that's something to celebrate for sure all of the cool women it can definitely be like a hard day too like um you know there's I know for sure that there are are friends of mine out there and and also women I don't know who want to be mothers or who, who are married and can't have children or who aren't married yet. And so my heart definitely goes out to those um, women. And then also the women who are moms but are struggling. Like, I think a lot of people think through those very easy to target hardships. Like, you know, I can't, I'm, you know, infertility or I haven't found a spouse yet. Those are very, very hard things to go through. Um, but then there's also like hardship in motherhood that until you get there, I don't even know if you know that, that portion yet. So it just made me reflect also reading a bunch of people's posts about those types of hardships that, um, I mean, you read that and you're like, yeah, I'm I'm on the other side of it though. And I love my family and I love my kids, but there are definitely super trying days. So, um, I just think that the human condition is that no matter what we are going through, we're all going to experience hardship. So, mm-hmm. um, as women though, we, this is a day that all of us can be celebrated because whether we have children on this earth or not, I think all of us have a nurturing spirit mm-hmm. that brings what a mother brings to any family mm-hmm. kind of to the world, wherever they are and wherever they're serving. Totally. Yeah. I, amen. I love that. I, I only can add just how important um, relationships with those people are too. Like, it's not easy to admit when you're older and an adult that your own mother is not perfect because the only perfect mother is Mary. We know this. And so I think as moms, um, as I'm getting older, I'm all I ask is that my daughters know that I love them and are better than me because I think that's all any of our mothers really want and sometimes they show it in weird ways or they hurt us without even realizing it or we feel forgotten in big families that's something 
that a lot of us can struggle with. We both come from big families and I have a lot of friends that do and it's easy to get swept up in that. But to know at the core of these humans, these moms, these sinners, these beautiful people, that they really do love us so unconditionally to the best of their ability, then it's there's like some peace that comes over us, right? It's crazy though. It is hard. I think the crazy like thing about the circle of life is like I don't think I fully understood my mom um, and her like I was so hard on her until I became a mom. And then when I became a mom, even just to two, I realized how it was almost embarrassing, like a little bit for me, because there were times I was so hard on her growing up, especially in my teen years. And then just having two and going through a hard day with two, like I have moments where I'm like, how did my mom do this with seven? And, um, but it definitely, I mean, it can be hard even like regard big family, small family. Like I've had girlfriends say like, you know, I just don't have a connection with my mom ever since I've had my own family and moved away and had kids or, you know, even if they don't have a family, I've moved like 12 hours away and I can barely get home. And so I feel like the forgotten child in my family. And what that makes me think of is like, no matter how old we get, we still want the love of a mother. And so I think that is the beauty of, coming into motherhood whenever it happens for each of us is that we can remember all of these things and say like, like one thing I definitely want my kids to always feel and who knows if I'll be able to do this or not is like, I want to be a mom who just like always mothers, even when my kids are like 40, like just come on over, sweetie, you know? And it's like, I'm sure that's easier said than done, but I have that dream in my mind because you know, for so many years, there were so many hard things going through my family that like, we all just kind of felt a little scattered and it wasn't like anyone's fault. It's just like, there were a lot of hard things going on. And Johnny and I talk about this all the time, how we want to really end up at home someday, because through the years we've realized like family is so important. And like, that has just changed for me so much. At first it was like, when we, when I met in New York, like my biggest thing was like, how are we going to make it? Like, let's do our Hollywood thing. And like, who cares about family? Right, right. But it just like changes as you mature. And I think you get more perspective and you realize like, these are the moments, these are the days. This is what is going to matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the end of the day. And That's so, so beautiful, V, especially when we're facing COVID, right? Like, oh, how unexpected and I can't tell you how many people have texted me or come to me or FaceTime me even just last week I had a friend that FaceTimed me and she's like what should I do Mackenzie and I'm like what do you mean what should you do and she's like I feel like I should just start a family with with my fiance because what else matters not my career not acting none of that matters like love matters and we all know that it's at the core of our being and you can do that in any way. It's not, it doesn't mean you have to get married or like, you know, have kids tomorrow, but love and like get, live close to your family or the people that feel like family. That's what I've matters. heard so many conversations like that through COVID, like people really realizing, like, I really want a spouse. Like I really want to find that person or I want to move home. Like, it's just like a lot of perspectives I think have mm-hmm. shifted right now mm-hmm. back to of like what is essential like what is essential in my life is it my job no no it's 
my family, my spouse, having a good relationship with my kids and my spouse. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but for other people, it might be like, okay, now what's essential is finding a spouse or getting married because we were just dating. And now COVID has made us realize like life is too short. Like we should like really pursue what we were meant to pursue, which is marriage and, um, and building a family. And so I hope all of us come out of this with more perspective on really what matters. I, I hope that for myself. Me too. Me too. And during this last year with um, all of our podcasts that we've done, all of our episodes, all the different people we've been blessed to meet, I've seen like how special each of them have chosen to live um, in this like unconditionally loving way um, with their calling. And, and it's Absolutely. been really cool to see each of them unravel it or show, share a little snippet of how they have discovered what's important in each of their lives and how their perspectives have changed. One of my favorites was um, Shalini from Her Fit Life 7. That wasn't that one of our first episodes that we both were like, okay, this was great. I loved her. I mean, she had such a beautiful story um, about how she left, you know, law school to pursue her passions. I was just so impressed by it. And it was crazy because I went to a social media conference in San Diego and met a random girl. We start talking and she looks up our podcast and she goes, you interviewed Shalini? Oh my gosh. She goes, I know her. Like, she's amazing. And I was just like, that's the power of not only social media, but also like building connections and pursuing what you felt like you were meant to do. Because now I have an awesome friendship with that girl who I met and she listened to our podcast and was like, she somehow knew Shalini from years ago. And it was just, it was like crazy to me. Like I'm halfway across the country crazy. and I just met someone who really admires someone that we interviewed. And it just was the coolest feeling, you I know? I love that. Oh yeah. It just shows God's work. Like you can't really write it. It just, it kind of works itself out. And we started with this little small idea and it has bloomed since. I mean, we've doubled our following. We've, we've interviewed plenty of awesome people. Like who is your favorite from COVID combos? I don't want to say favorite. That's so, there isn't a favorite. Oh, they were all so good. If you're listening to this and you haven't heard those episodes, I, I'm just saying you need to go back and listen to them because they were so inspiring. That was hands down my, the best week of COVID for me. Mm, me Um, to hear such a diverse group of people share their encouragement and experiences and how, I mean, we had a priest come on, we had a Marine wife come on. We had, um, you know, a mother who has been, who's an author and been through so much hardship in her life, but is so hilarious and joyful, um, come on. And we just had so many different personalities that shared their unique gifts and how they've unraveled their call in their life. And it was just so, oh, it was so amazing. Even your, one of your best friends, Bridge Molina, who we, who we interviewed, didn't an amazing thing recently just happen from our, like post our episode. We had our episode. She wasn't sure about her business. Did they make it out? So exactly. That was like a beautiful, a beautiful part of the whole experience was we interviewed her first, right? Yeah. Some, one of our first interviews. 
And, you know, Melina is a friend that I've always admired because she has such strong faith and she always has pursued her dreams, but she's also just been an amazing mother and wife while she's pursued those dreams. So Melina was so incredible because she shared with us that even though she was keeping the faith that they weren't sure what the, what was going to happen with their shop, that they've worked so hard to open. Um, this was really the call on her heart to, to open this beautiful shop with her husband. And then a week ago, they just announced on social media that they're opening back up in like a small, safe, like phased way. And I just remember seeing that and just being like, thank God, like such an answered prayer. Totally. We had about that on our podcast. And so I just feel like this is such a budding, like beautiful community that's growing. I do too. There's always going to be um, roadblocks when you're chasing a good thing, I think. Um, that's just life and that's, you know, the fall of man. That's just, no, it's not going to be easy. So even us moving across the country, it's funny how that, um, like progressed our best episodes that helped us, you know, create these, um, COVID combos and this idea coming out of nothing out of COVID, which is another, I don't know. I think beauty can come from hardship and like we did not know what was going to happen to the podcast or if we should even keep going with it and I think that because we just kept giving it I just feel like we gave it to God and we just said whatever whatever you think we should do we'll do Mm -hmm. and the cool I guess fruit of that was you had this awesome idea we reached out to these people who were just ready to do it they were all in there wasn't even a question um and it just was so easy it fell into place so beautifully mm-hmm. and um we grew a mailing list which we're mm-hmm. super excited about mm-hmm. and we just like have started to I just feel like pick up this beautiful momentum I agree yeah and we're staying open of course to what will happen which I'm excited about like people who have like talk to me about our podcast at least it's obviously a very small podcast we still have so much room to grow but there are people that haven't started whatever that dream is that they've thought about um and they really want to and they're just afraid to start mm-hmm. and so I guess we could just share a couple things with those people like what is it that I mean held us back from it's hard to even remember because it was so long But I guess initially there was fear of just like, well, how do we find the right equipment? And like, how do we not sound like crap? I think that um, there can be plenty of excuses for any, to start anything. I'm the queen of excuses, please. My kids aren't sleeping or I'm a mom. Like I, I don't have time. Like you name it, there's excuses. You can find any, Um, but I just, I just read, um, or I just saw Jennifer Fulweiler's book come out, Blue Flame, and she talks about um, excuses and how you just need to find what your blue flame is, and it's that thing that keeps you up at night and you can't run away from, and we all have it. It doesn't even have to be anything crazy. It can be cooking more, baking bread, you know, or um, a hobby, or you name it, whatever lights your fire. And it's sometimes that thing that your friends look at you and they're like, I would never be able to do that or want to do that. And that's it. That's the gift. That's your gift. So you have to use it. And I, um, so I think understanding that and praying about that and really kind of looking in to find what that is for you 
and just saying, okay, it won't be perfect. I'm going to fail a few times. Thank God. And um, hopefully I'll learn something and grow from it. That's so good. Yeah, I think a huge, I, I don't know what to even call it, but like something that can hold me back sometimes is like, no, I'm not a perfectionist in everything, but like sometimes I'm so afraid if it doesn't sound perfect or look perfect, like why would we even put it out? Um, and I think this experience was a huge learning experience for me. Like if you don't just try, you're never going to learn how to make it sound better or you're never going to learn how to get it out to more people or, you know, gain a following. And so I think this just was like such a leap of faith that taught me that it's never going to be perfect. And I think that's also tied to humility. You have to have a level of humility to say, I have to put this out into the world knowing that it might not be perfect, but I feel very compelled and called to do it regardless of how this first product is going to come out. And I think people end up receiving what you put out when they know that you're authentically giving up yourself. And so I think that that's what we've just done. Like since the start is just, we've, and, and one memory that I have over this past year that really meant so much to me was when someone I haven't talked to in years, like probably 10 years messaged me on social media and she is a soon to be mom for the first time. And she listened to your episode about your mm. birth story. Oh. And you just reached out and was like, I just want you to know, I lo- I didn't even know she followed me. But she was like, I want you to know that the birth story episode where you and Mackenzie talked about your different birth stories and how um, you experienced them and you were just so vulnerable and honest, like that has helped me plan my birth plan. And I also sent the episode to a friend who is trying to be back. And I told her to listen to it for encouragement. And I was just like, that friend messaged me. And so I just thought like, that was a moment where I was like, this is a really cool feeling. I love that. But to your point with like the COVID combos and how there's never a good time to start. I mean, that was almost a comedy. We were staying up till like midnight drafting emails for episodes and doing giveaways while our kids are like running around like crazy people and we're like making graphics as who knows what is going down (laughs) both our hubs are like how long are you gonna be in there (laughs) we don't know (laughs) and we're not coming out out. (laughs) it's true so there's no perfect time to start so if anyone's listening and they want to start something yeah and I think um another thing I heard to wrap this up maybe um I was listening to Bishop Aaron again because he's just gives you the goods um and he was talking about happiness which we talk about a ton on this podcast and how happiness is conditional and it's like will I get this a plus on my test then I'll be happy Will my husband buy me the dress I want for Mother's Day? Then I'll be happy. You know, um, it could be anything. Um, And joy is unconditional. And I think if we can kind of switch our perspective, speaking of unraveling the call and switching our perspectives, um, to, you know, focusing in on what brings us joy, which is our, uh, our deep, deep desires of our hearts, and just go into it without condition 
and say yes and be open to the will of God, then who knows what will unravel. I love that. Amen. So thank you, Bishop Barron. Thank you, Bishop. <laughs> and I think it's true. Like if you, you could so easily give up on a dream if it, something goes awry with it. But what you're saying with that unconditional love says like, okay, if this is hard, like even with mothering, like going back to mother's day, there is always going to be those hard times, but do you stop loving your kids right. because they pooped on the floor? Like, no, you don't like, it's not even possible to stop loving them. It's like yeah. impossible. It's and true. so like, along with finding the blue flame, it's like, okay, once you've found it, like you need to commit that you're going to see this dream through right. even in the hard times, because that is unconditional love. And I think when you create anything, it's, it's almost like creating life. Like, this is another baby. Like this can be your baby. So whatever it is that like you're pursuing in your life, um, that is all, that is what motherhood is. It's like creating something out of nothing. And so I, I think that in a way I feel almost like our podcast is like also another little baby. Our little baby. I love that. It is. And let's not forget where we um, began in 2013 with still seeking as babies, which was oh over six years ago so the amount of projects we have done is we will create a montage for you guys stay tuned one day (laughs) we've actually reached the mountain which we are coming to hopefully no wasted time for the believer no i love that well happy birthday to unraveled thank you everyone listening and we are so excited to bring you more awesome inspiration and episodes in 2020 We can't wait. And if you know anyone you want to hear um, interviewed or if you want to be interviewed or if there is somebody totally unraveling their call beautifully and we haven't heard of them, I'm sure there's a ton. I send them our way. Yep. Message us. You know where to find us. Yeah, you do.